And good evening, everyone, and welcome in to the UFC Fight Cards podcast presented by Orange Fire Media. I am your host, Russ Renault, and thanks for joining us here on a Sunday night as we recap UFC 296 and finish off the 2023 season in the UFC. Appreciate everybody being in here. Sorry that we didn't get to the instant reaction last night, as you may have known from watching last week. I wasn't feeling the best last week. Um, kind of carried over into last night, and so I was kind of struggling to even stay awake through the through the last fight and didn't get to get on the show right when we wanted to. But, you know, we, we come back here on our, our, you know, former slot here on Sunday night late and just get into uh, before the, the weekend ends. To, to recap what happened in UFC 296 last night from Las Vegas. So as you know, that all year long, this has been our first season. This is episode number 45. So it's been a great year. You know, we, we've been through almost the entire calendar, just skipping a couple of weeks here and there when we didn't have a whole lot of UFC events going on. And But we, we made it through the, the whole calendar and uh, that's just something to be proud of. Thanks for sticking in with us and going through cards this year. And we look forward to, to what we have in store for, for 2024. But before we get there, let's get into UFC 296. So the, the final event of the UFC calendar. And we'll, we'll talk about what happened last night. We'll talk about what's coming up in two, 2024. And that's what we're going to do on the show tonight. We're not going to get into cards. I am going to show you like what just the autographs that we have left. Um, this isn't a break show. It never has been. It's just been about getting the best cards in your hands, it's the ones that you want. Um, we'll tell you what, what we have left. Um, we, everything that we have on the show is available to you, so you don't have to buy into a break. You don't have to buy a fighter. That You can just look at see what we have, and you can pick out you know what you want. And you can go on eBay, and we'll give you all that information later on in the show and tell you all about how you can get your hands on on the cards we have. So let's talk about UFC 296. So this was a great way to end the year. We had the welterweight title on the line with it. Leon Edwards defending against Colby Covington. And Leon just, you know, put on a show. Uh, it wasn't the, the most exciting fight, but Leon took care of business, uh, dominated from, from pretty much start to finish. Uh, Colby kind of came on late there in the fifth round. Uh, but but really didn't do much the first four, so that's what you saw in the scorecards, 49-46. Leon winning pretty much the, the first four rounds, uh, dropping the, the last round, just playing it safe and taking care of business. Uh, so he defends that title for the second time. And you know that, that is no small feat, especially in the welterweight division. It's only going to get harder for him from now on because there's some, there's some killers coming up that, that are going to be after that title shot. Um, so... For Leon, what this means is you probably got a date with Bilal Muhammad coming up next. Bilal has been waiting in the wings, has been chomping at the bit for this title shot, had to wait in line behind Kamaru Usman with a rematch against Leon, uh, felt he deserved a title shot against Kamaru Usman when he had the title, uh, had to wait in line, got put in back of the line, and then Colby comes in after you know more than a year off and cuts the line in front of Bilal Muhammad. And so I think that's finally going to happen. You know, we've seen this before. We had the eye poke. Uh, Bilal Muhammad couldn't continue last time he and Leon Edwards faced off. So we, we hope to see the real main event this time. And, and so I'm looking forward to this. Leon Edwards, Bilal Muhammad sometime in 2024. Um, if it's not Bilal Muhammad, 
then we'll get down to, to what we saw in uh, on the main card here in just a second. So if it's not Bilal Muhammad, maybe Shavkat Rachmanov. And like I said, we'll talk about that in, in just a second. But first, um, I think that that's kind of what we what we wrap up with uh, on the main event. Um, Colby talked a big game, didn't back it up at all last night. Uh, disappointed to see from him coming back off that layoff. So um, kind of running out of time there for Colby Covington. Had three shots at the title, and it came up empty in all of them. I don't know that he has another one in him at this point. So we'll see what happens with Colby going forward. And kind of what we saw in the main event, we saw in the co-main with the flyweight championship on the line with Alessandre Pantoja taking on the fourth-ranked Brandon Royval. And Pantoja also taking care of business in a unanimous decision. Um, so it was, what was interesting to me was, was you had all this buildup. Great early prelims, great prelims, finishes. And then as the, as the night wore on, uh, you got to these decisions. And so it was kind of anticlimactic in one sense uh, for maybe the casual fan, but uh, a great night of fights nonetheless to, to finish off the year for the UFC. So Alessandro Pantoja taking the unanimous decision over Brandon Royval, uh, kind of putting that to bed uh, with the second win over Royval. As we look at the notes over here, um, we'll get into some of the fights coming up in the flyweight division that may have some title implications, who the next up for Pantoja will be. And so we'll talk about that as we go into the rest of the schedule later on the show. So as I alluded to, number six, Shavkat Rachmanov against number seven, Stephen Thompson in the welterweight division. And Rachmanov, he's just phenomenal. Uh, submission in the second round, rear naked choke. Um, there towards the end of the second, right before the bell. And so Rachmanov now 18-0 in his professional career. All 18 by finishes. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's just unprecedented what this guy is doing. Uh, he was the hottest rookie last year for a reason. And so the, the rookie cards that you're collecting from 2022... Shavkat Rachmanov's the big name out there, and so keeping that up, proving that again and again in a title shot is very soon in the future for Rachmanov. So it'll be Bilal Muhammad, and then the winner of Bilal Muhammad and Leon Edwards is going to get Shavkat Rachmanov. That that is that is it. That that is what is next. Um, don't know if Rachmanov have to go through somebody like. Uh, Colby Covington or Kamara Usman before he gets there, but we'll see. Um, I think he's right there, and if Bilal Muhammad wasn't sitting there, then we'd see Leon and Rachmanov very soon. So then we, we get to the one that was, you know, kind of uh, back and forth coming into this. Patty Pimblett against Tony Ferguson in the lightweight division. Uh, could Tony Ferguson stop that six-fight losing streak? Could Patty Pimblett pick up a signature win? Um, and he did. Patty Pimblett did what what people have been expecting him to do, and and really show himself. And he took this one very seriously. Um, get the unanimous decision over over Tony Ferguson. Um, I think that should 
probably close the book on Tony. And I know that Danny White said he, he says that he hopes that Tony retires after this. And I think that the UFC has some say in that. And you can cut somebody. Um, it's it's a lot like the NFL. You can just you can cut somebody. Um, but I think this is it for Tony Ferguson. Um, with that loss to Patty Pimblett, there's not a lot left for Tony uh, to prove at this point that you just got to let it go. And seven fights in a row that that's got to be that's got to be it. You know that 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 says a lot. Uh, losing to an unranked fighter at this point, uh, Patty, uh, he, he's going to be stepping up in competition his next time out. But uh, look good this time, and so we'll see what he has left, um, and then taking on somebody maybe in the rankings next time out. So the the one thing that. We do need to get to uh, what was supposed to be the, the first fight on the main card, Vicente Luque and Ian Machado Gary. A lot of stuff went on this week, a lot of talk, a lot of fighters trashing each other on every which way, from Sean Strickland to Colby Covington and Leon Edwards and Dead Fathers and all that stuff. Um, all part of the fight game and all the buildup uh, of a fight card. But um, Ian Gary... You know, going down with the illness, uh, flu that turned into pneumonia, had to pull out of the fight. Um, he does have one scheduled later on that, that we see coming up, but uh, that one against Vicente Luque uh, was off the table. So we had a replacement for the first fight of the main card. And what can you say about Josh Emmett? Um, Bryce Mitchell coming in, number six against number 10 in the featherweight division. Uh, Bryce Mitchell stepping in on late notice. Giga Chikadze going out with an injury. Uh, Bryce Mitchell steps in, and he stepped out very quickly. Josh Emmett delivering with a first-round knockout, uh, just putting Bryce Mitchell out cold in the first two minutes of the fight. Um, and just nasty, just nasty knockout. Maybe the knockout of the year. And then when we come back for uh, for our first episode in 2024, we'll talk about some of these end-of-the-year awards. But, man, um, just a sick knockout. Sad to see Bryce Mitchell, you know, going into, like, convulsions there on the canvas. Um, but great performance by Josh Emmett, putting himself, like, right back in there with something like that um, in that conversation in the featherweight division. So one of the things I was wrong about um, as we got to the last fight of the prelims, what became the the main attraction of the prelims was a light heavyweight matchup between Alonzo Minifield and Dustin Jacoby. And this was the fight of the night. Uh, This was a, I could watch this fight, a fight like this. I could watch Alonzo Minifield and Dustin Jacoby or someone like them in other divisions go at this all night. This is the kind of fight you want to see. And I said that this was not going to go the distance. It did. And Alonzo Minifield getting a unanimous decision over Dustin Jacoby, barely. Uh, Minifield started off strong. Uh, Jacoby came back um, and, you know, kind of took control there in the second round, had control in the third round. But Minifield caught him in the third, got him off balance, and almost knocked him out. But that really swung the tide of the fight. And Minifield pulling that one out with a unanimous decision, not based on volume, but just based on the damage he did to to D- Dustin Jacoby. 
And so, like I said, that was the best fight of the whole night. Uh, A lot of fun to watch and one that I was wrong about because I did not think it it would go the distance. So then we saw a women's bandweight matchup, another great fight between number five, Irina Aldana, and number six, Carol Hosa. And Irina Aldana had to come back. Carol Hosa won that first round, I believe, and then Aldana came back in the second round and the third round. Uh, to come back and, and take that fight. And so really making an impressive performance there to make a statement. Coming back in that women's bandweight division with that title kind of up for grabs right now. Um, and we saw in the men's bandweight division, former champion Cody Garbrandt. And man, just like Josh Emmett, Co- Cody Garbrandt delivered with a first-round knockout, a walk-off against Brian Kelleher. And... You know, Cody Garbrandt still got it. Uh, when he's healthy, he is great. And, you know, people say he put, a, put together a perfect fight against Dominic Cruz. But all that aside, Cody Garbrandt has hands. And if he can get back to a place where he's healthy and can go on a little bit of a run here, uh, maybe make a run, one last little run here from no love. So um, I'd love to see it. Uh, big Cody Garbrandt fan. Um, so hopefully he has something left. Um, we saw it last night that, that he's got some power in those hands. Um, then we go on to the women's flyweight division. Ariane Lipsky with a armbar submission in the second round over 14th-ranked Casey O'Neill. Big win there for Ariane Lipsky. Um, then we saw another submission to, to Gear Ullenbeckoff submitting Cody Durden in the men's flyweight division. Um, Andre Feely getting a um, submission rear naked choke over Lucas Almeida. Uh, And then the first fight of the night, Shamil Gaziev with a second-round knockout of Martin Bude in the heavyweight division. So a great card to end 2023 and, and a lot of stuff to look forward to from this card going into 2024. We'll talk about that right now. So when we come back, we will have a show on January 13th for UFC Fight Night from the Apex in Las Vegas. We've got the main event, Magomed Ankalaev, number three against number six, Johnny Walker in the light heavyweight division. uh, Rematch from a no contest earlier this year, last month. Uh, So looking forward to that one. Go, you know, getting a finality on that one. Uh, Ankalaev seems to be putting himself... In these kind of positions, it's not the best for him. And that's why he's been passed over so many times uh, when these title shots come up in the light heavyweight division. We've also got a flyweight matchup between number five, Mateus Nicolau, and number six, Manel Kopp. And whoever wins this matchup could be the next one to face Alessandro Pantoja. Uh, so we've got to look out for that. Um, Brandon Moreno has a fight coming up. Uh, that one could play into whoever gets the next shot at the title uh jim miller gabriel benitez lightweight matchup uh, that was on the card i i think that may be in question now with jim miller uh, wanting to fight at ufc 300 so we'll see what happens there um but we have some some other great ones on this card uh, women's bandweight matchup number four ketlin Vieira against number 10 macy chason 
And Bantamweight matchup, number 13, Ricky Simone against Mario Bautista. So a great main card there for that first event back in 2024, that fight night at the Apex. Uh, also, you, you've got another top 15 matchup in the women's Bantamweight division with number 8, Yana Santos, number 11, Norma Dumont. Then we go to UFC 297, first pay-per-view of 2024, January 20th in Toronto. And we saw some extracurriculars last night at T-Mobile Arena with Sean Strickland taking on the number one contender, Drakus Duplessis. They kind of got into it last night uh, in the crowd. And um, who knows what will come out of that. But that is the middleweight title on the line uh, right off the bat here in the first pay-per-view of 2024 with Strickland and Duplessis. They've got a women's bantamweight, the uh, vacant title, number two, Raquel Pennington, against number three, Myra Bueno Silva. Obviously, number one, Juliana Pena, the former champion, out with an injury right now, and she will get the winner of this matchup, we suspect. Um, then we go down at welterweight matchup, number 13, Neil Magny, against Mike Malott. That, that'll be a fantastic matchup, and I expect to see Mike Malott uh, do some... Um, Really uh, putting himself in a ranked position, facing a ranked fighter, getting himself into the rankings. And we'll get into more uh, picking fights and breaking down kind of how um, betting on these fights. And, you know, it'll be for fun that we'll say that. <laughs> like, we're not going to tell you that these people are going to win. We're going to say this is who we think we're, is going to win. And we'll go from there as we get into the new year. But we'll start making some predictions. You can take those, you know, do with those what you will um, in your own betting uh, circle. But a light, a great light heavyweight matchup coming up at UFC 297. Number four, Leon Blahovich. Number five, Alexander Rakic. And then we've got a featherweight matchup. Number four, Arnold Allen against number nine, Movsar Evloev. Um, then we've got a light heavyweight matchup, number 13, Dominic Reyes and Carlos Ulberg, one of the rookies from 2023 products. Um, then we look down the card. Don't see any other rookies on the card, but we do have our fan favorite, one of the friends of the show. We've got Malcolm Gordon taking on Jimmy the Brick Flick. Thanks, Jimmy, for signing that card for us earlier this year. And so... We are Team Jimmy Flick here on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast. Then we go to UFC Fight Night, February 3rd at the Apex in Las Vegas. Middleweight matchup, number 7, Roman Dolidze against number 12, Nasruddin Amavov. Amavov has been scratched from a couple of events here lately, uh, finally getting back into action. They've got Molly McCann making a return uh, against Diana Belbita. Uh, then we've got Themba Garimbo. He's a great story. We'll talk about that um, later on in the year, but uh, had you know just over $7 left in his bank account last time we went out and got a win. And he got that fight night bonus, got some help from The Rock. Uh, so great story there. Uh, Themba Garimbo coming back into action, the welterweight division against Kiefer Crosby. So we've got fight night February 10th, also from the Apex. Middleweight. Main event, number 10, Jack Hermanson against one of the 2023 rookies, Joe Pfeiffer. Uh, Luma Lukbunmi, a great women's strawweight matchup against Bruno Brazil. Uh, Lukbunmi uh, seems to be one of those that's up-and-comers, maybe a contender one of these days in the women's strawweight division. And then we've got UFC 298. 
February 17th in Anaheim. And so that's going to be the featherweight title on the line with Alexander Volkanovsky against number five, Ilya Tapuria. And we'll get to predictions once that gets closer. We'll see how um, how things shake out from, from now until then. We'll talk about some of the things that, that are in play for the, the featherweight division going forward. Uh, now that Volk is kind of stuck defending that title now after that uh, unfortunate uh, outing against um, Islam Makachev last time out, uh, trying to trying to take the, that title in the lightweight division. And it looks like it's going to be a long time before he gets another shot at that. But the co-main event, phenomenal co-main. This could be, you know, a main event anywhere on a fight night. But uh, number two, Marab Devalishvili. Gets number three, Henry Cejudo in the Bantamweight division. Uh, Got to see Marab. If he gets a win here, then he gets the winner of Sean O'Malley and Cheeto Vera. Um, so th- that's a huge matchup in the Bantamweight division. A great heavyweight matchup. Number nine, two, tied to Avasa against number 10, Marcin Tibera. Uh, women's strawweight division. Number three, Tatiana Suarez against number four, Amanda Lamos. And I have no idea which way I'm leaning on that one right now. Um, I'm leaning to Avasa against Tibera, but I have no idea against Suarez and Lamos. That that's a great fight. We've got a middleweight matchup: Anthony Hernandez against Iskram Askalarov. And then heavyweight division: Marcos Rogero de Lima, number 15, against Justin Taffa. And then the only other ranked fighter on the card: women's flyweight division, number 14, Andrea Lee, against Miranda Maverick. Um, Random Maverick has done a break with, with one of the groups we're part of UFC sports cards on Facebook. Uh, so kind of, kind of leaning Random Maverick just for, uh, taking care of our friends at UFC sports cards. Uh, a couple of events announced this week. So this is what we'll get into kind of new stuff that we didn't get to talk about last time. UFC fight night, February 24th, Mexico city. Don't know a main event yet. Also, we don't know a main event on March 2nd, but we know this fight night is going to be from Riyadh in Saudi Arabia. Uh, no main event yet, so we'll, we'll keep an eye out for that. We do know UFC 299, though. We have a lot on UFC 299. This is going to be sick. Uh, what a card. March 9th in Miami. Uh, Bantamweight Championship on the line. Sugar Sean O'Malley against number 6, Cheeto Vera. And Cheeto has a, the only win over Sean O'Malley. In the UFC, so O'Malley trying to avenge that. Um, then we got the, just announced this week number four Gilbert Burns against number nine Jack Della Maddalena in the welterweight division. We'll show you some autographed Jack Della Maddalena cards we have here. We'll show you the autograph cards we have left. That's what we're going to do tonight on the card portion of the show. Um, the heavyweight division number five Curtis Blades against number seven Jailton Almeida and. Ian Machado Gary, he was supposed to be on this last card last night, but he will now face Jeff Neal, number seven against number eight, welterweight division. Uh, Bantamweight division, this just announced uh, number five, Piotr Jan against number six, Song Yadong. Uh, women's flyweight division, number four, Caitlin Chukagian against number seven, Macy Barber. Uh, just awesome fights all up and down uh lightweight division number six matush gamrot against number 11 rafael dos anjos uh bantamweight division number 11 pedro munoz against kyler phillips one of the 2023 rookies uh women's flyweight division number six lauren murphy houston area product 
And she will be taking on number 13, Karina Silva. And just announced last night, new signed fighter Michael Page to the UFC. will be facing number 12, Kevin Holland, in the welterweight division. Uh, and then this finishes off with CJ Vergara and Asu Alavayev in the flyweight division. So what a card for UFC 299. Look, really looking forward to that one. Um, as all the pay-per-views, I mean, you should be looking forward to paper, pay-per-views. And, and that's just up and down the card, just just nonstop action right there. So we do have dates, but no main events yet. For UFC Fight Night, March 30th in Atlantic City. And we've got a date and a place for UFC 300, April 13th in Las Vegas at T-Mobile Arena. Uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. I haven't looked at the Ramadan calendar. I don't know where that falls. But you might see Islam Makachev taking on Charles Oliveira. Um, I don't know where that falls. So we'll have to see April 13th. I would think that would be the place for it. Um, that falls right in line with that. So we'll see if that is indeed the main event for UFC 300. So obviously it's going to be a huge event. So it could be multiple titles on the line, multiple things going on that weekend. So it is going to be a short show tonight as we finish off the year, but we do want to finish it off by Showing off some of the autograph cards that we've had this year. I'll show you what we have left. So let's go through these real quick. Um, Jack Della Maddaleno. We've still got this select purple. This is numbered to 49. We also have Jack Della Maddalena, Don Russ, Ray Rookie, Auto. Um, and then when you buy stuff from us, when you, you buy the autograph cards, we'll throw in some stuff. So we'll throw in a purple press proof, a regular rated rookie, and uh, a prism rookie as well. Show you, we've got Marvin Vittori. We have a Don Russ signature series, and we also have a prism auto of Marvin Vittori. We've got a lot of Marvin Vittori cards we'll throw in there for free. And then Damon Jackson, this is our lowest numbered auto that we have left. Damon Jackson with the Blue Holler Laser, Raider Rookie Auto, numbered 25. Then we get to some of our Prism cards. And we've got this BJ Penn Legendary Signature that will also get you a Red Hollow Laser, a Hall Monitor Silver, a Green Retail. We've got a lot of BJ Penn cards that we throw in there. As well going back to 2015 Chronicles um, another rookie auto with Randy Brown silver we'll throw in there and this is our lowest number card we have left Macy Chase on with the Octagon Prism and this is a bookend this is numbered 8 of 8 as you can see right there throw a ruby red prism in there with it uh, redemption that we're waiting on uh, we've heard that these are going to be done, that Israel Adesanya is signing throwback signatures. So we expect to have this one, and we will throw in, we have the orange and the purple to go along with that when we get that auto in. So those are all the autographs that we have left. Um, but I'll, I'll tell you about 
a little bit of the other stuff that we have. We have seven sets of Donruss uh, complete sets, one through 200 left. We do have one that is one through 325. We have, well, it's not 325. We've got one through 225, and there's 100 insert cards. We have one whole set of Donruss, one through 200, all the authority of the Octagon, all the Rady Rookies, so that gets you one through 225. Then the 100 inserts, we've got a whole set of those. So if you need an entire set of Donruss, we've got one of those. Uh, we've got a whole set of Prism, one through 200, that includes all the rookies, Hasbullah, Bo Nickel, Pereira, um, Tabitha Ricci, Madalena, Aaron Blanchfield. We've got all those. Um, we've got two full sets of Prism that are for sale. Um, then all of our stuff is listed on eBay. So you go to, to eBay and go to Orange Fire Lots of Lots, and you can find all of the cards that we have listed right now. We've got about 40 listings. Uh, we've got a few that we're holding out on that we're going to be throwing up there uh, pretty soon. But a lot of the stuff that, we, that we've got on there, um, some big name stuff, like Tom Aspinall, Michael Chandler. We've got some big lots with big autos in there of those two. Uh, we've got a couple of slabs of those two. So those are our biggest ones. But you can always make an offer. If, if that number looks too big to you, then... You know, shoot me a number and we'll, we'll try to work something out. But we're just here to try to put cards in the hands of the collectors and make you the best deal possible. That, that's always been our goal here is to get you the cards that you want. And we hope that that delivers. So go to Orange Fire Lots of Lots on eBay. You can reach out to me directly. You can find me, Russ, at orange-fire.com. That's my direct email address. You can find me on Facebook on x and instagram uh, orange fire media pretty easy to find so uh, check out all those channels and you know we thank you for being here so if you subscribe to the show you will never miss an episode um, i i put up the the show early and i hope that the people see that and that the show is going to be coming on i try to do it right after the fights like i said last night i was just fading a little bit due, due to being sick this week so i was fading kind of uh during the, the leon colby fight and so i just couldn't pull it off last night um but came in tonight and, and, and knocked it out uh, but but we plan to do instant reactions and, and do that every saturday night and try to get those uh being consistent in that slot uh, when, when I feel up to it. And usually I am, but I just couldn't pull it off last night. And so I hope you'll just bear with me and subscribe to the show. And just to let you know that, that we still want to give away uh, those seven fighter lots that, that we're holding on to, that when we reach a certain number of subscribers, that we will be giving away lots of John Jones, Jan Blahovich, Justin Gagey, Robert Whitaker, Glover Teixeira, Holly Holm, Misha Tate. We've got 10 to 20 cards of each of those fighters. Every one of those includes a numbered card. Misha Tate's includes two numbered cards, and we want to give those away. And so the only way we're going to do that is if we get uh, our subscribers up and, and we have enough people to enter into those drawings and give those cards away to you. So th this has been a great year. And I appreciate everybody being in here and watching the show. Uh, we're working on some things over the next month that uh, hopefully get some sponsors in here. Working on some things uh, on the card side. 
of, of doing things a little bit differently, uh, looking at more of kind of the betting side of UFC cards and uh, kind of getting some people on here who can talk about uh, what they do and their philosophy and how they put money on fights. Um, and disclaimer that, that we're, we're not your, your betting source, but we're just going to tell you how, how we feel about it and which way we're leaning on these fights. Um, so that's kind of the things we're working on going into 2024 is getting some more guests on here and having some different perspectives on UFC and, and just, you know, instead of always going through cards that we'll be going through, uh, kind of, you know, how to bet on these fights and, and what to look for going forward. So when we come back, we're going to take four weeks off. So we'll be back on January 13th when we see Magomed Alkalaev and Johnny Walker from the Apex. That will be our next show. We'll be after those fights on January 13th. Hope you revamped and we look forward to your suggestions. If you want to come on this show and talk about anything, you are welcome to. Uh, This is your show. This is not just my show. This has always been your show. And you're welcome to come on and talk about it. We can, we've got a channel we can get you on and bring anybody on here who has something to add to our little community here. And appreciate everybody who's been in this year and dropped by just for a little bit. Um, so just tell everybody that, that you know who's a UFC fan to just come by and subscribe and that we can grow a community together and talk about fights, talk about cars, talk about whatever you want to talk about right here on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast. So I'm Russ Renault, and thank you so much for all you've done in 2023 for me and being part of the show and, you know, just sticking with me and working through this and just making this the best place that we can make it in a community for the UFC fans going forward. And we hope for a great 2024, and we will do that again on January 13th, and we will see you then right after the fights for an instant reaction again right here on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast. I'm Russ Renault, and thank you for joining us here and beginning your week here on YouTube on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast, and we hope that you have a great week, a great Christmas, and a great start to 2024. We wish you the best, and we love you, and we will see you again next year. Thanks a lot, everybody, and we'll see you next time right here on the UFC Fight Cards Podcast presented by Orange Fire Media.